What's up, everybody? Episode 12 of the No Chance Podcast. As always, your hosts, Ryan and Nate. And if you didn't forget, we are the podcast that talks about everything and nothing at the same damn time. And our topic for this week is nothing. I'm <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> Anyways. Uh, but yeah, so um, we just want to say like... Twelfth episode means about three months. So twelve weeks of that's podcast. A fourth, thing. a fourth of a year, dedicated to this. Yeah, yeah, fourth of a year. That's yeah, pretty yeah. crazy. I'm not gonna lie. It, it it definitely feels like it's gone by a, a bit faster. Yeah, for but sure. if a fourth of a year feels like this, then imagine what like, you know, a year is gonna feel like. It's gonna feel like we've been only doing it for like a day or so. Yeah, that's what it feels like sometimes. It feels like. You know, this is just, it, it's easy. Yeah, now that point. we've gotten <laughs> all of the hard stuff out of the way, it's just, Countless you know, days of taking, like, hours just to set just up to a set camera up. Yeah. to figure out lighting. But now we, we could do it in, like, five minutes. Yeah. Yeah. We, we kind of overcomplicated things in, in the in the early couple days, yeah. uh, early early episodes, but that's probably why we'd never had any videos come out, yeah. <laughs> because we, we didn't focus on just, like, the main stuff. But anyways. We, uh, yeah. Yeah. Um, let me ask you a question. Go ahead. Did you vote in this past election? To be honest, and I know and I'm, I'm talking gonna, about the election that was like yesterday. To be honest, and I'm gonna get a lot of flack for this just in general. I haven't voted ever at all. Period. Not ever. even in the presidential election. Not a last single year. time in the. We well, have to be 18 to vote. So in the seven years. That I've been eligible to vote, I have not voted. Jesus, one. what have you been doing with your I life? I don't know, dude. For first of all, I think the the place you, you get eligible to vote or you register to vote is what like a DMV. Yeah, the DMV. And they have like other places when they have. You like, can register to vote online too. That's what I did. Oh. <laughs> yeah. I mean, if it was easy as one, two, three, I would have done that. It but took it took literally five minutes. I don't I don't know why I've never voted before. I I know that I mean in the the Obama elections, it was definitely something that I was like, all right, I gotta go do, but I yeah. just never actually. Is it took because to go you're lazy or you're just like optimistic or pessimistic about the future? I don't. Or I, don't I don't even think I feel like. Well, early me, not me currently. When I was like in. In college, my first year of college, I just I just wasn't really worried about it. You it really was like care. one of those things where yeah. I just like, uh, it'll handle itself. Yeah, <laughs> you guys got this one. Yeah, you guys got it. Like, yeah, yeah. yes, y'all can. Yeah, is yeah. what I was saying <laughs> in my head. But yeah, I mean, it's definitely something that I'm really, really thinking about now. Obviously, um, it's it's a little bit too late. But I mean, yeah, way I got to go. The next, like three years to like really dwell over it and register to vote. Yeah, but I know that. Just this past well, today's Wednesday. Wednesday, November eighth. November eighth. Eighth no, today. Let me check. Yeah, it's the it, no, it's the eighth. Yeah, November eighth. Yeah. Um, yesterday, November seventh, were the elections for you know some of our our local government, um, um like mayoral races, mm-hmm. like races for governor, yeah. senate, and to a lot of people, um, I mean. Not myself included, uh, <laughs> but to a lot Clearly. of people, um, they saw this as a huge opportunity. Um, I mean, I, I mean, not only as a huge opportunity to sort of change the landscape of things that are going on in politics nowadays, but I mean, there's a lot of people that thought of this as like, 
I mean, normally these these sort of like local elections are almost seem as like pointless. Yeah, a lot of people don't even pay attention to yeah the smaller races like but that. But this this time it was fucking huge. Like yeah. it 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 was covered like it was like a normal primary election. Like a like almost like a presidential almost election. like a presidential yeah. election because now they're starting to see that every single person matters. Like every single race counts. Every much. single yeah. race. Like and they're like they're keeping tabs on everything. Oh, yeah. this small city person, whatever. Um, but sort of the point that we're trying to get at is, and we had like this this whole debate a, cu- a couple days ago of just like this like politically charged streetwear. Yeah, you know, like things that we're seeing nowadays in streetwear kind of resemble, you know, sort Almost of everything like a, that's going on, everything that's going on in, in on society yeah. right, uh, nowadays. Um, there's a lot going on, to be honest. Yeah, you watch the news. too much to cover. The in news, one uh, podcast, know, dude. Fucking the news is getting more like the has has seen the highest like viewership and ratings than it's seen in like years the past like decades yeah. yeah it gets it's like a reality tv show oh yeah for sure and then that's how it's treated nowadays because there's mean, like all kinds of crazy like shit oh going God. on these days man Dude, i don't watch the news ridiculous. to begin with yeah I, I, there's a there's a like a like i feel like if you watch the news nowadays like say like you know how our parents kind of watch the news like every night it's like yeah. a religiously done thing there's shit on there that'll make you like go psychotic like it'll turn you into a serial killer like you'll just look look at it and just be like eight kids blah 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 i'm just like dude are you just used to this now like it's just like normal yeah it's weird because whenever i see that stuff on the news i don't even flinch anymore you know know. it's i and i feel so bad but it's just the uh, it's just me being desensitized to it because it happens so often i used to be speaking of desensitization uh, (laughs) i tried to roll that one one off my tongue (laughs) speaking of being becoming desensitized i think for me it all started with you ever had uh go on to e-bombs world as a kid oh yeah for sure all the time the first fight i'd ever seen on e-bombs world i was like I don't think I should be watching this. Yeah, like this it's a, it must be a crime to be watching this because I feel so horribly inside. Yeah, and ever since then, World Star comes around and like just movies and fucking everything YouTube. Yeah, I'm just saying, even real life, dude. Yeah, it's like yeah. nothing nowadays. Yeah. and and I don't know what it is, but I guess the the question uh, and how we kind of relate it to you know to streetwear is, you know, when it comes to like things that happen in society, how it's kind of shifting into, you know, everything is becoming a little bit more desensitized. People mm-hmm. are open to this sort of, like, gory, you know, messages that sort of say whatever they want. Like, how does that sort of attach itself to streetwear nowadays? I mean, it's it's been a thing, like, in the early 90s, you yeah. know, being that sort of... I mean, I think since the inception of streetwear in general, yeah, you know? It's that, it's that counterculture movement, you yeah. know? Like, I'm going to say whatever I want. It doesn't matter who sort of likes it or, you know, who disagrees with it. It's going to be out there. But nowadays, with everything being so sensitive, (laughs) you know what I mean? Like, I swear you can't go on Twitter and and say anything nowadays without, you know, somebody, you know, checking you and being politically correct. Yeah. So how does streetwear sort of fit into there nowadays? Well, I think, like you said, and like we've talked about before, streetwear has always sort of had this sort of uh, counter countercultural anti-authority sort of um, message to it you know it was always sticking your middle finger to whoever sure. whoever it may be yeah, for sure um, and I think streetwear has always been a canvas for people to kind of show their viewpoints whether it's political or whatever whatever it may be you know streetwear is always sort of um, 
a way of putting your message out there or putting your viewpoint out there, an yeah. expression of how you really feel. Yeah. So I think in that sense, politics and society in general are always going to be reflected in streetwear. Yeah. I, th- I it, it's just it's it's almost like in streetwear if it's if it's polarizing, if it if it evokes an emotion, if it if there's two sides to it, it yeah. somebody's going to make something about it. Yeah. And just like we see like a good example nowadays or just previously, fairly recently, um a lot of the like the vintage O.J. Simpson shit comes back. Yeah, a lot of people are into it because it is a moment that took place beforehand, but is now currently taking place again. Yeah. So people use it as almost like this is my sign. This is how I feel about this thing going on. Yeah, or even like um, a lot of like civil rights movement, like graphic yeah. tees or anything like that. Yeah. Um, those are super popular now uh, for whatever reason. Maybe the person just likes the graphic or yeah. maybe they really resonate with it because of the message. So I think just because of the political climate that we're in right now, and there's a lot of, since there's a lot of tension, I think we're seeing a lot more um, uh, like a revival of a lot of those older yeah. pieces as well as uh, a lot of contemporary brands putting their stuff out there Cause, with their own message. Because you're right. Like when, when they're sort of using that message, it's it's something that's always been around. So yeah. for like something like a, that that's really heavily involved in, into the news nowadays and just like a shitty thing in itself is just like police brutality has always been a thing that's yeah. been involved in streetwear. Um, like 424, uh, I know yeah. they put out a lot of pieces like hoodies. Um kind of uh, as a commentary on police brutality, yeah. things like that. So I remember when we went times. thrifting one time and I found a 424 shirt that had uh, Donald Trump's face on it. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I, oh, I'm reselling this for sure. <laughs> this one's going to sell fast. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, we, we're definitely seeing a lot of that as of lately because it, like, and, and I guess the big question here is, and I kind of read this on a, on a complex article, it was, does streetwear need to be involved in something like politics like does it does have it to need be to have political? a voice within politics um i think that's totally up to whoever's creating it or whoever's yeah. wearing it you know um, i don't think we can say that streetwear and politics can be separate yeah. like you can't it's not like church and state you know yeah, you, there's sure. no there's no hard and fast like clear boundaries yeah um because like I said, like streetwear is so closely linked to anything counterculture that it would be hard for them to be separate. Yeah, you know? I mean, and, and as long as people are still making t-shirts when they go to protest, mm-hmm. it could be part of streetwear. Yeah. I mean, like you look at something like a like a Balenciaga design where, yeah. they, where they were using the, the Bernie Sanders, or I think it was the Bernie yeah, Sanders. Yeah, it was the Bernie like Sanders like election. Graphic or whatever, yeah. you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So it's it's... And I, I think that streetwear or, or streetwear brands have to somehow be involved or like state their side when it comes to social yeah, issues. That's politics. a good point. They have to because like like nowadays, if you if you ever watch, I mean, I'm sure anybody that's watching this is, is watching the news and they understand like this sort of giant dilemma and, and, and this sort of bashing of heads when it comes to, you know, just literally everything everything <laughs> yeah. you know what i mean so if you're not voicing which side you're on people may sometimes misconstrue what your stuff means well so. i mean even if you do voice your opinion i think a lot of people are going to misconstrue 
your viewpoint or what kind of message you're gonna you're trying to get across. Yeah, anyway. exactly. So, so a brand has to say that they don't they that they are not fans of Trump or that they hate Trump. Or maybe they support Trump or whatever. Yeah, yeah. I, it could go either be, way. We're gonna weird. be we're gonna be as unbiased it's as weird possible. It's because I have not seen a company that's like attaches themselves to it. Have you have you seen a, a brand that's like? No, not like a streetwear brand. Yeah, that's weird. Yeah, I w- I don't. I, I feel like when it comes to streetwear brand, even if it, I mean, whether it's the presidential sort of thing going on or or any other so- sort of social issue, they always sort of. They always sort of take their stand, whatever well, it is. Well, uh, let's back up a sec. I don't think anyone who voted for Trump is going to be wearing streetwear anyway. They're That's most likely true. wearing, like... That is true. They're John most Deere. likely wearing, like, okay, like, real tree camo. <laughs> for sure. Or, like, salmon pink Ooh. chino shorts with, like, Sperry's. Ooh, and like a <laughs> And, like, a white polo with, like, a... With, like, a... Sh- like a like a tennis sweater and draped the, across their the, shoulders. But the collar is popped. Yeah. <laughs> for sure. Yeah. No, double-layered polos. <laughs> Jesus Christ. But and yeah. they're from, like, Martha's Vineyard or somewhere. But you know what's funny <laughs> is what if you saw somebody who supported e. Trump, right? Yeah. And I'm sure there are people out there of that— Of course. Yeah, for sure. But <laughs> they were wearing some some Supreme Realtree camo. <laughs> <laughs> Hey man, I mean, fuck that. Hey. It's it's just like shout out to that person. Shout out, out to that, that one that person one person who's repping it at at the fucking rally. Yeah, like, god damn, that's fucking insane. But I guess I mean, where do we see sort of with the sort of social politi- political climate of just sort of everything that's going on? Fucking mm-hmm. everything is is happening right now. It, it's hard to avoid any sort of. Well, well, let, let me ask you this. I have a Go. question for you. Do you think that? The younger consumers, I mean, which are the ones that are inter- particularly interested in streetwear, do you think they could, they care about any political message? I don't. Or do you think that they just care about the product that they're buying? They they care about the product that they're buying. Yeah. I don't think they they care. I mean, there's almost like there's there's three types of people in, in this sort of um, the realm of like the this politically socially charged clothing it's the person that doesn't doesn't give a shit at all and and just cares that it looks nicer or, or maybe is, is worth money to resell there's a person that's like that's like us that that kind of cares or is like interested in the message in a sense yeah and then there's somebody who who looks at it as like like to the to the extent of like i'm not gonna buy that shirt because it was made in like a sweatshop and like to the point where they're overthinking it to the fullest extent yeah and they're taking every little message that these streetwear brands are, are portraying on their clothing as like, well, this is you know offensive and like mm-hmm. like to, to the fullest extent, and I think to answer your question, the kids that that possibly could be buying that Balenciaga sweater to resell to to buy that you know the Gosha piece to 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 wear or whatever, they probably don't know anything about it or they probably don't care enough to do the research. Yeah. It's all about like we sort of preface in in the previous episodes these young kids that are coming up are all about a buck nowadays yeah you know? they're all about a buck or you know um they're creating looking. some sort of image for themselves exactly you know? they're, they're trying to to match what it is their their idols are wearing but they don't know that their idols probably kind of care about what they're wearing so in a sense you're saying that younger people don't really care about the message across the board or anything like that. They're I just know. concerned with what's hot, what's trending, not necessarily 
what sort of message is being uh, conveyed or anything like that. It's just Definitely strictly not. about the product. It's strictly about product, which is, it, it's good and bad. I mean, it's good to the extent that, I mean, it's almost like, like curiosity killed the cat kind of. So if they're like too curious about it, then they're gonna be like, ah, I actually don't rock with that anymore. Yeah. Or it, it could be, they're just so oblivious to it that it's just like, oh, I didn't know about that. Well, thanks for telling me. Like now I have a choice in whether or not I wanna continue wearing this or, or not, you know? So. they definitely start to think more about it once they're educated. Yeah, and I think it kind of goes hand in hand with millennials not really getting out to vote that much. Yeah, I read, I mean, I'm pretty sure that millennials didn't really have a huge turnout at polls within like the last few years. So I think it kind of goes hand in hand with that, you know? Yeah. I think we're, I don't know, what do you think it is? Like, why do you think, one, kids don't care about the message, and two, younger the younger generation doesn't necessarily care for politics this is something th- this is actually this like is actually a groups. good sort of transition into the sort of where things are going in terms of just how we we interact with people it's mm. it's a fucking attention span nowadays we yeah. don't we don't have the attention span to you know read about the policies of this this president or this governor or this that's the yeah, senator that's you know very true I mean? I mean we literally just talked about this the other day i was Pretty sure I was like telling you guys that I have such a small attention span that I can't even watch like a thirty-minute show on Netflix I know, right? without getting bored. Yeah, I know, and and, and that's the, the thing that's sort of daunting about you know where this is all going is like if you don't have the attention span to know what 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 sort of message or or even what sort of political party your president is from. Yeah, then what makes you think you're gonna even think twice about anything else? You know, so. Why would I? Well, I mean, personally, I, I know I'm gonna go vote when it comes to like the next. Yeah, well, election. we haven't for the last seven years, so. I don't but, <laughs> but I mean, to the to the next kid that you know is is involved with you know like trying to you know cop some shoes on the weekend, or maybe he has his girl he's trying to talk to, or maybe he's trying to figure out how to become popular on you know Instagram. He doesn't give a shit about who the president is, or or about voting, or what you know political policies that should be implemented nowadays. That's true. I think we live in such like a self-contained world that we don't really, like we don't really think of anything beyond like our own little sphere. Yeah. You know, that's true. Like everything outside of your own personal life, you don't really see the connection between that and, you you know, and what's going on in your life. And that sucks. I mean, like, I mean, it's true. I think it's because as millennials, we've been, handed everything not in the sense that we're lazy or don't try but in the sense that everything is so readily available because of advancements in whatever like technology things like that that it's you know you just get kind of complacent you don't really have to think too deeply anymore about issues you can just read about them online in like maybe in like a tweet like 140 characters no that that, that's like the thing that's really annoying is reading like headlines yeah you know what i mean like this whole new idea of of fake news being i mean it could possibly be a part of you know some of the the articles that we read revolving around streetwear mm-hmm. you know like there's a lot of stuff that kind of is is like clickbait and it just it's it's attention grabbing you click on it and it has nothing to do with what you want we're intending on reading it for yeah. you know so but that but that's them sort of trying to latch on to the kid who only has like two seconds when they're scrolling 
And once they read that one word of Supreme or resell or whatever it is, you know, then they click on it. Oh, that's it. Okay, cool. On to the next one. Yeah. And I don't know. It's just there's, there's a huge lack of sort of understanding nowadays. It's more so just like it's like reading, but nobody's understanding anything. Yeah. Which is it's stupid. Like you hear me, but you ain't listening. Yeah, for <laughs> real, man. Like people need to open their eyes to this shit. But like I said, how there are three people in this sort of like realm of, of the, the types of people that buy, that buy streetwear or when it comes to the, the streetwear with messages, right? Mm-hmm. The next group of, of kids, I mean, there's the kids that don't give a shit or are too oblivious to, to care at all. There's the kids like us who semi-care. I mean, I voted, so. I'm, it's not about, <laughs> look, I got the next one, all right? All right. I mean, just in terms of like, we care a little bit. We're, we care to understand to a certain extent. Or maybe not even that we care so much as that we're aware of what's going yeah. on at the very least, yeah, you know? Like, it doesn't matter if you are indifferent, you know, as long as you're aware of what's going on, I think yeah. you can fit into that sort of uh, group, you know? If, you, if you're if you able to form an opinion and have the conversation about whatever it is, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, some people have no idea some things are happening in, in yeah. this world yeah, right now, <laughs> you know what I mean? But like i don't think it takes watching the news to understand that it's it's just being aware of your surroundings you yeah. know and to be honest there are some people our age that that just are so sheltered that they they're, they're not aware of anything <laughs> politics or otherwise being <laughs> like walking across the street and not yeah. even like knowing there's a car coming you know yeah. what i mean like it's just it's just not adept for some people which i mean like i'm not going to like I can't roast on the entire world, but yeah. there's some people that are just very oblivious to the, some of the shit that goes on on, on a day to day basis. All right, so let's talk about this then. Insert. Let's kind of get back to the streetwear aspect. Do you think that a lot of these politically charged messages um, being used on like certain streetwear pieces are meant to be thought provoking, or do you think that they're just being used to sort of um, capture like a moment. The essence of the moment and sell a product based on that. Like, what do you think? I think it or goes, maybe both. I think I think it is both. I yeah. think there's some brands and there's a lot of them that are like the 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 H and M type brand or like the, whether it's the fast fashion or the other streetwear brands that are created for the moment mm-hmm. rather than like for the movement. Yeah. Um, those are the ones that are just there to capitalize. You, you I, I'm sure there's maybe like. A handful of brands that are making streetwear pieces designated to sort of rip on Donald Trump. Yeah, or, no, for sure. Or, or any sort of thing going on nowadays, and obviously they're not going to be around, you know, in, in five, six years because they they're only trying to capture this profit off of the moment. Yeah. But there's also a lot of brands that care, and I think they're starting to understand that the kids that they're selling to, I mean, that they could be our age, they could be younger, they could be older, you know, mid-30s that have more of a foothold into, you know, things like retirement funds and things that matter to them when it comes to, like, having a president and all that shit, you know what I mean? So they are starting to understand that we have, like I said, they we have to have an opinion. We have to choose a side. We have to make pieces that kids can attach to because when it comes to something like politics and social issues, you got to choose a side. Yeah, and I think, why not? Like, why not use streetwear as a canvas yeah, to convey a message? Of course. I mean, it's, I mean the, the essence of streetwear is basically 
just an expression of your viewpoint, whatever, you know? You could literally make a stencil uh, and just spray paint it on a t-shirt, you know what I mean? And I mean, like, it it could go both ways. We're not trying to be, I mean, it might seem like it, but we're not trying to be biased, but, you know, like, why not use streetwear uh, as sort of a vehicle for, you know, provoking a discussion? I say use it. Yeah. I, I, if, I, I'm, if you can use, like, an art piece to be uh, – if you can make an art piece thought-provoking yeah. or anything else, like music, things like that, why not streetwear then? Yeah. You know? I, I, I like to sort of look at it like, like, a, like a Banksy painting. Yeah. Because, you like, there's ones where it's just, like – if you were to ask him what this means, you, you just, it's it's literally what you see. Yeah. And then other ones, it's like, well, this means something more than that. And it has to revolve around this entirely, you know, different different yeah. subject, like something that's actually thought provoking. And I think that's how streetwear is. I think, like you said, it's it's basically art. Yeah. You know, so one season they can make an entire collection based around the political climate of you know the world, and another one they can make one. With a collaboration with Disney or something, you know, like yeah. where, where they don't care. Yeah. But I, I think it, it does take a particular event, a particular moment in time for them to attach themselves to it. Because, I mean, if we really look at the streetwear brands that are doing it right now, they weren't doing it last year. They weren't doing it the year before. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I would say most of them. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there are a lot of like there are like a lot of handful of them that definitely tackle not just political issues, but I would say like social issues as well yeah. within their um, brand message. Yeah. Um, notably like Born and Raised, mm-hmm. a brand that's been around since, I don't know how many years now, like maybe only like a handful, like, five like maybe. maybe five yeah. at most. Yeah. But I think since that brand's birth, they've been sort of tackling issues around like gentrification, mm-hmm. um, like the treatment of like Native Americans, things like yeah. that. So. It's what they were, and it, 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 it's different. Like I said, like they're gonna stick around because their message is ingrained in what their what their brand is. They yeah. they started it before it was even in the conversation, at mm-hmm. least within the the sphere of everything going on. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like there's there's you're not gonna well nowadays. I, I feel like if you turn on the news, you're not gonna see really much of anything about you know like. Native Americans or indigenous people. No, not you know at all. I mean? You know I, what I mean? I, yeah, I highly doubt and it. And so when you're, when you're like a, a brand deeply rooted about that and no matter where it's being talked about, you're still repping that. You're yeah. going to keep going and, and you're going to, you know, you're going to survive in this in, in the industry. Not to say that you're only surviving because you're championing this thing, but to be true to your roots keeps you in the game. Yeah. You know? And I think that's important because a lot of the times – um, streetwear brands might cover stuff that may be overlooked by oh, yeah, for sure. the general public, you know? Yeah. So I think it's important for brands that if they do really care about a certain, whatever it may be, um, a certain cause, a certain movement, anything like that, I think it's important that they use their influence and their, um, yeah, basically their influence in order to share a message yeah. that may not have been heard. And to that point then, let me ask you this, because when you say something along the lines of they care about their cause, mm-hmm. right? It doesn't necessarily mean that they don't give a shit about any other causes. Yeah. But now let's say like somebody like, um, like, like we talked about, the millennial kid that doesn't really care. Say he's only worried, his only worry in life is fucking graduating high school. Yeah. Right? That's the only thing in his little, like, mental sphere is, like, I need to graduate high school. I don't give a fuck what's going on in the rest of the world. Do you think that's the same sort of similar outlook that a brand like Born and Raised thinks of? I mean, even though it's two different sort of 
things they worry about mm-hmm. do you think they have like these kids they have have a right to be oblivious almost you know what i mean like if you were to be like why, why don't you think about what's going on in the president like presidential election and he's just like i'm trying to worry about turning in my homework yeah well i mean obviously that sort of that sort of interest or at least that sort of awareness or consciousness uh, surrounding things like politics, yeah. you know, society, things like that, uh, that can come at an early age. But for most people, I feel like it comes, um, it comes on when you're a lot older. Yeah. Not necessarily all, a lot older, but maybe just in, uh, in your 20s or at least when you're in college, you know. Yeah. Uh, when you start thinking more about the world around you and how it affects you, you know. Some people don't really think about that until they're like yeah, 40 I mean, or 50, which is crazy. I mean, yeah, to be fair, a lot of people don't even think yeah like you said people don't think about that even when they're 50 but i don't know so where do we see like when it comes so where do we see street work going then because i mean we're, we're gonna we're, we're gonna have to live with this either for the next three years the next seven years yeah well right? i mean like i said it's it's never gonna go away it's always gonna be a thing streetwear being used as social commentary yeah um even if it may not be political, like we were talking about before this, it may be just something going on with society in general or pop culture as yeah. it is, you know? Yeah. Um, it doesn't necessarily have to be a presidential campaign or anything mm. like that. It could be something as simple as... A wildfire. Like a wildfire yeah. or like a water crisis mm-hmm. or anything like that, you know? So... Uh, and so there's definitely no shortage of shit like that. Oh, so. definitely not. <laughs> yeah. This shit's happening every day. Yeah. Um, so what are some of your favorite sort of socially politically charged like pieces that you've seen from from a brand like uh, any, like any stick out to you like we talked about born and raised um i think they do a really good job uh because like you were saying their message is authentic to who they are as a brand yeah um i know like their founders one of their founders is native american so that sort of message obviously resonates very deeply with him yeah because sure. that's that's him that, yeah you know that's he the me- that's his that. message yeah. yeah that's his experience so i think that's a good example what about noah what uh, so they do that's like, one of the so adrian ho i i see it all the time she rocks yeah. it all the time i never knew what it meant what it was what the sort of origins of it was. it just sort of popped up i feel like a lot of those sort of new york brands kind of pop up and they're obviously made by some like famous designer or something that's already in a circle, so then mm-hmm. it gets circulated easily. But it has like a logo that looks very similar to like, um, what do you call? It, it's not. It's 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 when like back in the med- medieval days when they would like go around and like conquer other other countries and like try to instill some sort of like religion. Oh, you mean like the Crusades? Yeah, yeah. That, the yeah. same sort of symbol they use in the Crusades, I think. Yeah. Is that what it's sort of? talking about or like uh i mean they have different messages like i know they released like a pocket knife or like a swiss army knife that had some sort of political message i can't remember it off the top of my head um and just a lot of other stuff um like centered around maybe like a message about society like pollution or whatever shit like that you know i always thought well like literally the first thing i thought of when i thought of noah and like the crusader sort of emblem i i don't know why i thought of noah's ark but I feel like it's not that. Yeah. It, it, but then I thought of like Joan of Arc. <laughs> I don't know. There's like a hey, shout out to Joan of Arc. These are the sort of like visual, like visual things, visual cues that sort of come up. Yeah. Um, maybe I, that's a good thing. Maybe it's meant to be that way. Yeah. You know? Probably. Maybe it's, 
you know. But they don't. But that's the thing. Like, if you have a brand like a like a Noah, right? Mm-hmm. And it and anything that you've ever seen them release is just their name and their logo. Yeah. If they're really trying to get some sort of like, you know, socially, politically charged, religi- religiously charged message out there, mm-hmm. I don't think they're doing a very good job of it because we still don't know what the fuck they're that's about. That's true. Yeah, that's true. It's very obscure. And like just honest, looking at it on the surface, we level, could we be really th- overthinking the shit out of this, and yeah. this could just be a guy named Noah who released a clothing line based off his name. I mean, the founder used he used to work at Supreme. His name is Brendan, actually. He used to work is at it? Supreme. Yeah. Oh, okay. That's okay. Yeah, that's that's probably why it's so popularly popularly circulated. Yeah, he uh, he used to be the creative director of Supreme, actually. What's his name? Brendan Babensian or something like that. There's a lot of people that are involved with that. Yeah. They're just um, famous as shit. But anyways, what about you? What I about think what about brands? Some of my favorite ones are obviously, like I remember, and one of this, this was a funny one. It was the. The Japan relief box logo that they released, the, oh, the, the, the rising sun yeah, one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I thought that was a cool one because Supreme obviously has a very big sort of presence in Japan. Mm-hmm. So it's really showing like, hey, like we support you guys. All sort of profits are going to, um, I'm not sure exactly who it went to, but I'm, I'm sure there's different organizations in Japan that they were sort of uh, filtering the money into, which is a great sort of thing. And, I, and they've done a lot of that. Yeah, you can see on their on their page, they do a lot of stuff with, um, whenever because they have stores in different countries. So if it's if it's obviously if they just had stores in New York, then they would cover shit like you know like nine eleven and all these other things that happen on the on the home front for them. But when they're in a Paris, yeah, you know they're in a um, a Japan. Two countries that have already been in the news, like more than a lot of other countries in the past, like a year and a half, yeah, based off of just fucking tragic events, they they do a good job in like sort of, it's almost like PR for them, you know, they do a good job in like staying on top of it and showing like, hey, like we're not just some streetwear brand that you know just sells clothes out of your you know out of your neighborhoods. We mm-hmm. we give a shit, yeah, you know, which is a cool thing because you don't see that done by a lot of companies. Yeah, and I. Uh Supreme actually did a T-shirt that all the proceeds went to the ACLU. I don't know if you remember that. That was what spring, summer of this year. Was I it think. a box logo? It wasn't a box logo. It was just like this white, t- plain white T-shirt. It had like this black box with white text or black text in it, and it said, um, I "Forgot what it said." I think I know but, what you're talking um, about. Yeah. I actually bought it. I had, really? uh, yeah, I've had it, but it didn't fit me, so I sold it. Of course, but, um, of course. <laughs> I got a large because I was like, ah, it's gonna do you shrink, think? But... All right, do you think that that is sort of looked down upon? What if you were to buy, say, the Japan Relief Box logo, yeah. something that the money and the profits go to, you know, people in Japan that are suffering yeah. some sort of hardship? You buy that and you resell it for your own profit. Do I is think that, that's necessarily bad? I mean, yeah, it's upon? like kind of, yeah, it's kind of fucked up. But at the <laughs> same time, if you already bought it from Supreme, then obviously the money's already going to good them point. anyway. Yeah, that's to whatever cause they're supporting. So it doesn't really matter, I guess. All right, that's a good way to justify it, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, another hey, one. Um, it's not going to keep me. And this would, I, I like the graphics that sort of depict like very like legendary figures in like history like Malcolm and, like, X yeah like they did like a Malcolm X like behind the corner with a gun yeah and like a graphic I had that shirt I actually bought that in Japan and I resold it, get it dude. <laughs> <laughs> um, another one would be like any sort of like Martin Luther King sort of 
homage like those yeah. ones are always my favorite i know uh fa does that a lot in in their graphics they always sort of like depict like sort of socially charged things and also it's like really weird stuff at the same time it's just kind of gross um but no i i I, ha- I haven't really seen it too much to be honest i haven't seen any any brand sort of like specifically focus on it yeah because i feel like if you like that like a political message be their main thing that they yeah do. yeah yeah it's definitely like there's 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 people that are just like like a, like a brand like pleasures right yeah. they're just always out there about everything yeah so like if they were to release something that said something you know sort of hateful about the president then nobody would be surprised you know what i mean yeah but you know oh okay here here, here's a good one you remember when they had um the whole voter die campaign yeah that's when i saw a lot of brands jump Jump on on that yeah that it was it was pretty awesome because you would see obviously p diddy was wearing it so you know like being like a you know, one of the main people in hip hop, that's obviously going to circulate. Mm-hmm. And then you start to see other brands sort of like mimic it and change it into their own sort of slang, like their own phrases, the same way that they do with sort of everything, like the um, Make America Great Again line. Oh, that's yeah. been twisted and manipulated a thousand times, you know? There's. I actually just saw a dude wearing a I was walking to work today no. and I saw a dude wearing a. Um, a red hat with like white text on it. I was like, oh, is he wearing a Make America Great Again yeah. hat? And it wasn't. It was like some sort of like parody hat. Yeah, exactly. Like, the parody the okay. parody hats come out fast when when those sort of lines are are sort of you know out in the open. It's yeah, everywhere. You know what I mean? Like um, that there's the game EA Skate that used yeah. to be a thing. I saw somebody wearing a hat that said Make EA Skate Again, <laughs> which was really cool. Um, but yeah, like like a brand like um. Like a Balenciaga, obviously, is ripping, mm. every, ripping every logo. So I think that's cool. They, they have to they have to do that. Maybe not, like, every season, every article of clothing, but, hey, like, every now and then put out something that, that shows, like, hey, we hate or like what's going on within this sort of uh, subject. You yeah, know? yeah. I think that's important. No, for sure. Um, just as I think it's just an extension of kind of the sentiment that, you should make your voice heard, you know, yeah. as a person, as a citizen of whatever country you're from, or yeah. maybe not even a citizen. But I think it's important that you advocate for yourself and what you believe in. And that sort of uh, idea kind of extends to brands as well. And I know? feel like we're in a state nowadays where we can say whatever we want. You know, obviously, freedom of speech is one thing, but how people react to it is another thing. Yeah. So obviously, you can't just say whatever the fuck you want to whoever you want. Yeah. At least if you can face the repercussions AKA, from that. AKA you Nazis. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. That is the, yeah, we're aiming that at you. I'm getting a lot of death threats from this podcast. It's all good. On this Fucking episode. bring it. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, yeah, I mean, like, so how do, so when it comes to just the, the openness to sort of say whatever you want and, and sort of capture, you know, a, a movement that, that you care about, maybe like a brand like, let's talk about Gosha real quick. Yeah. Because... That captures a, a, a time and place, and you could almost like, you could almost smell the fucking baklava every every time you baklava? think. Baklava? What that the Russian? fuck? That's no, Russian, that's right? Greek, dude. God damn it. Anyways, <laughs> I was gonna say you like uncultured you, you can, swine. <laughs> you can you can you can almost like you think of like like a dark fucking like fucking baklava. foggy King ass fucking r- dead foggy ass Russia when you think of like Gosha, right? Which is like. AK's just AK, yeah, on the floor, fucking, like the big fuzzy hat, and I, I don't know what it's called exactly. But I mean, like very stereotypical. Right <laughs> <now>. <laughs> uh, 
<laughs> but I mean, like, when you think about a brand like Gosha, you think about that moment. Like that it embodies that you time know period. what they're yeah. you know what they're talking about when yeah. they release clothing. I don't know what the logo is sort of like designed after. I was gonna say the Soviet Union, but I don't think. I it mean, is. that's their that's their text. That's their language. That's yeah. how they write. Yeah. It's um. It starts with a C. I don't know. I don't know what the exact no or something like that. No. I don't know what it is. No, that's not how it's pronounced. But but anyway, with a brand like that, you know, and they they try to capture a specific moment in time. Do you think? Do you think that that that's cool? No, yeah, I think it's cool, especially, um, for like that time period and that sort of social setting that they're capturing in yeah. their in their brand. I think it well, obviously, it hasn't been re- really done before. That's why it's so popular, but. Mm-hmm. It's as an American, it's interesting to see because I think like Soviet Russia and post-Soviet Russia was such like a foreign place. Like we yeah. knew nothing about it as like just ad- ordinary citizens yeah. that it's interesting to see now. It's and a, I, yeah. And I mean, like we we never lived through that. Like we weren't yeah, alive not. during the 80s or anything like that. So think we about didn't how like it. how much of a, a liberating time that that was for that sort of that group of people. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It, it was... I could ima- I can only imagine like when the, the toppling sort of happened, just the the energy and and the youth just like fucking excited and yeah. like you know and they're trying to to throw that into into clothing and, and sort of have that feeling felt. Fucking um, commie scum for real, man. Like why do I, I feel like we? I'm just <sighs> kidding, by the way. For some reason, all right, hear me out. I feel like obviously we're going through a crazy time right now. Yeah, right? for sure. But undoubtedly. I don't know if we can compare it to something like that. Undoubtedly. Yeah, but wait, what I don't think we can compare it to something like a like a like a Soviet Russia type of thing. No, because that was like such a complete 180 from where they were at. Exactly. So like it was, right? Uh, yeah. We I mean, obviously America right now is going through some crazy shit, but do you think in 5, 10 years from now somebody could make a brand based off of what is going on right now? And capture, like a full-fledged brand. Capture, like, you know how the way Gosha does it with the types of clothing, right? You mm-hmm. know, like the, I don't very know, like, like fur, but it's, like, very, like, mixture of military stuff. Very, like, like kind of, like, grungy, yeah. like, rave, skate, Sweat soccer. Sweat like, yeah. cable knit like, sweater. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. Could somebody do that in five to ten years from now based off of what is going on in America right now? Um, I don't think so because... I mean, our former government is still the same. Like, for the most part, our society is, yeah. all, like, pretty much the same. Um, there's no, like, huge shifts, like, changing the form of government or whatever, anything like yeah. that. There's no, like, real big cultural shift. Um, I mean, obviously, like, there's major events happening in politics and all mm-hmm. that shit, but it's it's nothing that we haven't seen. It might be on, like, a bigger scale now. It might be worse than yeah. it was maybe, like, whatever, five, ten years ago, yeah. but it's not on s- uh, that big of a scale to the point where we're going to be able to see brands like that, you know? Yeah, so. and I think, like, like we talked about this in an earlier episode, but, like, a brand like a like a Double Taps or, like, a, like a Neighborhood or a- any of those sort of, like, American, like, America's, we were in Japan mm-hmm. for a little bit, and they sort of created that sort of lifestyle brand behind it, right? Yeah. So it's, the, like, a W Taps kind of covers the like the military garb that they're worn and they sort of mimic that right yeah like these are brands that are like that's basically capturing like a moment in time of like 
like post wars and like all this sort of yeah. like imperialism that was going on. So it's like, I feel like, obviously, if we were to have a World War Three, and we, hopefully people survive, <laughs> and street war still becomes a thing, somebody's gonna make a brand post apocalyptic street war. <laughs> it's gonna be like fucking Bioshock. Yeah, like people were just wearing like tech suits and like with swooshes on them. Hey, that, that shout Fallout. Fallout. <laughs> Fuck a follow heavy. Hopefully, yeah, no. Anyways, Knock on wood about World War Three. Let's let's not go there. But um, but yeah, yeah, I mean, this was definitely like a very, very intense, intense episode. Yeah, I mean, it was. I mean, we didn't. But get I really feel too like I feel, about I feel politics, like we could talk. Like I feel I did. I personally didn't think that I was would able to have that wide of an opinion about. Politics yeah, especially because you didn't vote. But anyways, that's I mean, the sad <laughs> point. But yeah, I don't have an opinion about what goes on. You know what? Never mind. But I, it was definitely something that was kind of like I didn't think that I knew that much about. You know yeah. what was going on. It, I didn't. I, I don't. You don't. I <laughs> kind of. But I think it all comes down to just having an opinion about certain things or. Being able to relate it to your life or understanding what other cultures go through, other, what other countries go through. Yeah. At least just history. Knowing history is important to be able to form an opinion about what's kind of going on now. Yeah. And I think with streetwear, when you look back at, like, the early 90s, and, and which was heavily influenced by, you know, there's a lot of shit going on in the 90s, too. Yeah, you know, to like say the like, end of the Cold War, all that shit, you know. I mean, and, and just think about, like... Like all the police brutality stuff, yeah, like oh, the, the yeah, Rodney yeah, King sure. shit, the O.J. Simpson yeah, yeah. shit, or that wasn't brutal. Well, whatever. But um, but yeah, like people featured their graphics on their shirts. Vintage T-shirts and bootlegs made 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 a huge comeback this year. So it's it's something that's always gonna sort of play its part in in social and political you know events. You know, yeah. street wars always gonna be there. Yeah, and I mean, just to kind of cap things off here, yeah. like I like you were saying. Um, I think no matter where we go, no matter what's happening in the world, no matter, you know, what kinds of twists and turns the fashion and streetwear world takes, streetwear will definitely, or politics will, and uh, societal issues will still be heavily ingrained in streetwear and streetwear culture. Yeah. Because they go hand in hand. Exactly. And if we're experiencing stuff, if we're in the midst of all the bullshit that's going on and we have some sort of like angst about it. We're gonna fucking screen print it on a T-shirt and tell people that we're mad. You know, we're gonna tell people. I mean, you won't because I won't. You don't express your opinion about politics. Oh my god! You're never gonna let me hear the end of that. So when twenty, what is it? Twenty eighteen. The next three years. What year is it? Twenty twenty. Twenty twenty comes around. God, we suck at math. In episode five hundred and whatever. Yeah. And I vote. I'm. I'm gonna vlog myself voting. You can't. I'm going to vlog myself approaching the voting booth. <laughs> and then walk away before and you get there. <laughs> <laughs> then you're going to stop giving me shit about that. But this was definitely a great episode um, in terms of just opening up the conversation about something that I don't think people really give a shit about in terms of streetwear. Like, it's not something that people even think twice about nowadays because, like I said, attention spans are short and, you know, people are just buying these politically charged, socially charged items of clothing for only one reason that's really to resell it to flex to for for the clout for, for the show clout. but um before we leave um just want to make sure we both pour this out this was Nate actually bought this for uh 
Ryan just got a new job. New so job. I so bought him a bottle of rose I, to celebrate. Man, for, amazing. I'm just gonna make sure that I don't. Jesus fuck Christ, it up. you fucked up that pour. Just so everybody. That's a lot of rose. Just so everybody Normal knows, people don't pour that we much. We don't rose. traditionally. We don't t- traditionally drink on the podcast, but this might be the first one. This this might this be the might last be. one, or it might or next episode we might just keep going. Fuck this might turn into a drinking co- uh, podcast. But anyways, <laughs> um, we just want to say thanks for for listening to to this week's episode. Thanks for your support. Um, as always, like. Subscribe, subscribe, comments if you want. Man, whatever you want. This one Ask might produce a lot more comments yeah. than, than 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 usual. Ask us questions, hate on us, whatever, whatever. We whatever. just want some sort of response. Yes, whatever you need to do. Um, interaction is cool. Let's continue this conversation on our in the comments section and on our feeds and whatever. Man, just listen in. Um, next week's episode is. Well, I mean, it's gonna come next Friday, like like usual. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, nothing new to expect. But yeah, so cheers, cheers, Thanks, guys. We out. Bye.